Welcome to Growing Up Fire with Jamie Coots. Seahawk, it is our commitment to you that you have complete access to the top professionals, industry experts, and products for your fire service. We stand by the service and products we provide. We are proud of our past, and we are constantly listening to our customers and exploring new ways to bring better options to the fire service. This is Seahawk. High level, safety, service, security. Please visit our website at www.seahawkservice.ca or give us a call at 1-888-791-4210. Welcome to Growing Up Fire, Season 3, Episode 19. I'm here in Slave Lake with uh, some new program candidates from the Lesser Slave Regional Fire Service Program. Uh, how's it going? Good. Good. Ayrton's here. Erica, yeah. how's Hi, things? Good. Good. Dominic's here. Things are going very well. All right. So we got you guys here. We're going to talk a little bit about this. Um, it was fun in the truck on the way over. We started talking about where you're from and, and all of those things. And so, Dominic, let's start with you, right? Because you came here from Edmonton. Yeah. You're up in the boonies now. We got you trapped up in the northern small town. How's it going so far? It's going well, actually. It's been a little bit of a transition period. Uh, first time going to any sort of like post-secondary school or anything like that. So... It's been a it's been interesting change living on my own for the first time. Oh what? It's yeah. been uh, it's you got to go little... home on the weekend, get your mom to do your laundry. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. But uh, it's, it's interesting. I've been joking around now for the first couple of weeks here. Uh, I joke I got a four bedroom, two bath place. I've got access to one of the bedrooms. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Student housing. Yeah, that'll it'll probably grind after a while, but it is what it is. Right on. And Erica, you came here from high level. Yeah, that's correct. Right. So that was, uh, that's another small town in the north. So you're probably yeah. having no problem with Slave Lake. I mean, Slave Lake feels big to me. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got Walmart. Uh, is there Walmart up in high level? No. no. There's a Canadian Tire, I know, and a yeah. few things like that. But uh, It's okay. the biggest store. Yeah. You got some <laughs> access to, to some new stuff here. That's cool. And you're in student housing as well? No, I'm actually renting a place up here. Oh, right on. Okay. So, so far you're by yourself, Dominic. You're just uh, hanging out. Yep. All right. Are the new guys that are coming, I know that there's some new on the fire side that are coming. Are they all staying in student housing as well? I haven't heard anything. In fact, Not sure. the most really that I've heard is that technically my dorm is, suppo is supposedly fully booked, but then I've been the only one there since I've started. I, I had Ayrton as a short-term roommate before yeah, he found yeah. his own place here but yeah. yeah no i'm by myself so far right. but it's been nice that's all right yeah they're pretty nice it's pretty sweet setup i don't know it's very affordable like yeah it definitely makes sense if you're a student coming up rent's pretty scarce around here and pricey <laughs> what? so in slave lake yeah nobody's yeah. gonna believe that <laughs> yeah no i did the dorm with Dominic for a couple of weeks there, and yeah, it's a good place. I, any so, Ayrton, you're from a monster town in Saskatchewan, so oh, like this huge. is like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> village. It's not even a town. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> can't keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, go. So coming from Clavet to here is, uh, I mean, you're just outside of Saskatoon where yeah. you are there, so it's not that big of a deal, right? Uh, no, not really. It's it's a little different. Like I've heard a lot about Slave Lake, so it's nice to actually be here and see it. 
Good thing I didn't lie, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot of the stories are true. He's not lying. That's true. <laughs> I don't lie all the time. All right, good. So let's get into this a little bit. And again, I'll just go back to Dominic. When did you know you wanted to be a firefighter? Well, I think it took me, oh, it's been over really the last year or so, kind of starting from like September of this last year. I went, I did, I did a program up in Edmonton called the Emergency Response Career Pathways Program. It's run through Center High up in like the heart of downtown of Edmonton. Uh, it gave me a really good like kind of vision into really the, not only just firefighting, but the emergency response like service in general, where you have your police officers, your EMS people, your firefighters. And through doing that course, I learned a lot about like the emergency response career in, in general, really, I went, oh, we did a lot of work with the Edmonton Fire like Rescue Service. We did a lot of work with a lot of ambulances and a lot of different paramedics throughout Edmonton. We did a lot of work with EPS. We did a lot of work just kind of to learn about the career in general. And then kind of like really the last major thing that we did as our class for this last year was we went and we had like our big, we called it our all-in day where we went, we did like live fire training at the, the pound maker facility in Edmonton. That's like their Edmonton fires big facility where they do most of their training. So I got to do a bunch of different skills. We did like forcible entry. We did confined space. We did live fire. We ran hoses. We did a lot of different things. And then through doing that and then being introduced, well, kind of to my now girlfriend's parents who are pretty big up in NLC here. I'd heard that they were wanting to create the program here and they were wanting to do it so that you could be like, you could go, you take this like one year program and then you'd be basically qualified to go do like work integrated services, whether you wanted to do just the, like the paramedic side, whether you wanted to go into just the fire side or whether you wanted to do both, like it got me very interested. And I think the biggest thing was that uh, the all in day at the end of the year there, because it was the last big thing we did as a class and it was really enjoyable for the day to do it. We did some basic, some other basic things got like, that was the first time we really went and used SCBAs, went, ran around in full bunker gear for a day and, it was really interesting. I think that was kind of the day where I got the most experience that I had gotten up to that point, And it got me very interested in the career. Nice. It's it's hard to be around Ashley Whitlock and Corey Whitlock and mm -hmm. not get excited about firefighting and paramedicine. <laughs> yeah. They're um, they're pretty larger than life, I would say. In most cases, I used to share an office with Corey Whitlock and uh, I I go to center high campus whenever I can and help out and, and do different things. Um, they've been on the show before season two. We had a bunch of them on mm -hmm. the show. I uh, remember Annika was on there. She's probably a driving force around there now or on with Edmonton fire probably or something. Um, Ashley was in, I think Clint is another one of the instructors. Yeah. Clint, he, uh, I had just heard news like just in the past couple of days, he's now taking like an acting, basically assistant principal there awesome. for, to step in for a position. But yeah, uh, if I can, I'd like to like big shout out to just ERCP in general. Big shout out to Ashley and Corey Whitlock. They were huge. Like Corey's on Edmonton Fire. He's a captain there. He was like instrumental in having like a lot of. He showed us a bunch of the different trucks and like helped us. He was there for our all in day. So shout out to them. And then shout out uh, another one from Edmonton Fire, Tyson Makabagal. 
he was like our big, big instructor for the fire side of the portion. Nice. For ERCP, he was there probably at least every week, every other week when he was available. He helped us. He taught us how to do a bunch of knots. He taught us like he was the one he was timing us for when we were like do our bunker gear to get in under a minute. He was the one timing us and showing us tips and doing a whole lot of stuff for us. It, so it amazes me because those guys have to like donate all their time, right? Yeah. Like, they're doing this yeah. on their days off and Well, that's the industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> but and they are, they're into it. Like every time you go there. I we went one time and we're down in the river valley and and uh, Corey said, hey, stop by. Glenn Martin, who's another Edmonton Fire guy, is going to be there. Old Slave Lake guy. And uh, we're going to have all these kids in the River Valley, and we're going to be starting up the Mark Three pump and running yeah. hose. And yeah. I expected, like, little workstations. And we got there, and there's kids, like, just everywhere. Um, there's forestry people there helping out. Edmonton Fire's there, right? Ashley and the other instructors are there. And it was it was a great, like, I'm happy we stopped in to see everything that was going on. So, How long is that program? So that program, that was, like, a, like, basically that was, like, kind of a full school year program, like, not what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. But it would be more or less, like, a 10-month, like, you got, like, your first semester, your second semester, and then... How it worked was then like your first semester in the program, you were like a level one. Mm -hmm. So you got like your uniform. I've I've used it for like a workout shirt. That's yeah, what yeah, I was I've doing when it, we yeah. went to the beach. And then so that was like it's really just a 10 month program where you have like an like, hour a day or no. So kind of how the program was set up, it was and it was also part of the reason the, how the program was set up was what made me interested in it was because basically what we did for the program is like the first month you kind of got acclimated. And then mm -hmm. after that, with the center high campus, like I said, being in the heart of downtown of Edmonton, what we would do basically most days for level one, we would go, we'd go to the YMCA, like two blocks, a block from the campus. Mm -hmm. uh, we'd go, we'd work out from like nine to like 10. Then we'd go, we get a little bit of a break, get like 10 to 1030, get back to the campus, get ready for class. And then like 1030 to like 1130. We'd be actually in class doing like kind of more of the theory portion of it. And then the second semester when we were level twos, it kind of, it flipped. So then we'd be going, we'd start class at just before noon, like 11.45. We'd be there until just about one. And then like one to one fifteen was again, like just a little bit of a break, get to the YMCA. And then like one fifteen to two fifteen was you're going, you're working out at the YMCA. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so it like, thing. it introduced me. For one, like to just kind of to the a whole lot of the theory and practical side, but then to the side of like just how important like your physical fitness is in the fire service where like if you're a guy that you're not like you only kind of show up, you do your workouts in the morning and then you don't think about it the rest of the day or the rest of like you don't do anything on the weekends, you will not survive very long in the fire service. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of cool because when you think about it, like a program like that, and there's other ones in other communities, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it leads to a program like you're in. So mm -hmm. now you're going to take your 1001, your 1002, um, your paramedic all in the next year while you actually get live in work experience, right? And there's other programs like this that do 1001 work experience, uh, live in programs. I don't know that many that do 
1001 plus paramedic plus work experience. And so this is kind of a cool piece that you're going to get into. We've been talking about this forever, so I'm happy to oh, see cool. it actually moving forward and, and gaining some traction. Uh, they got some good partners, obviously, Lakeland College, well known for firefighting training, and Northern Lakes College, which is well known in the medical industry, whether it's nurses or paramedics, they're, they're well known to do this kind of work. So super interested to see. There's a lot of eyes on the program watching. Um, and then you've just parachuted into one of the craziest places to get a fire <laughs> education that there is. And yeah. and I can say that. I work all over Canada and travel all over the U.S. And, and uh, you know, we just, I don't know how. I lived here and so signed up here and got lucky to get this crazy education that you're about to see a glimpse of. And you'll get to see it, you know, um, in January when there'll be multiple car accidents every single yeah. day. You'll get yeah. to see it in the spring, uh, you know, when the wildfires break out and, and all of that stuff. So, um, exciting. It's exciting for you. Um, maybe you don't even know how exciting it is, mm -hmm. but it's it's going to be awesome. So Erica, let's go over to you. You, you start out in high level, right? Yeah. You do a little bit of time there and then you come to Slave Lake. But what drove you to say, I want to be a firefighter? I mean, for the longest time, I just wanted to be a paramedic. It was the goal to go the whole way as a paramedic. But volunteering at my local fire department and all that, I gained some experience and I guess came to love the fire a little more. So I guess probably about a month ago, I considered that maybe advancing into the fire world a little more. And then when I got on site, I heard about this opportunity of the integrated service. Oh, so, so you were here to take the paramedic yeah. program. Yeah, I just came up for paramedic and oh, okay. found yeah. out that this was an option and I could do both at once and figured probably the best option it's very exciting and new but yeah gotta scratch that itch yeah, yeah. Can't <laughs> leave it behind. you won't regret it trust me like us i know a lot of paramedics a lot of paramedics and i think a lot of them wish that they had um, the opportunity to go do different things right yeah, yeah. and so being a uh, a fire medic lets you kind of pick the kind of service you want to get into pick the kind of you know path you want to follow you might just be a paramedic and work for HS and that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. um, you could also volunteer somewhere or whatever. You might also want to be a fire medic and go work somewhere. And, and uh, this just gives you all those opportunities. It does. So I think good good pick, yeah. good move on your part. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Ayrton, you're you're from like massive town, Saskatchewan, yeah, yeah. and decide you got to make a move. A so. bit, yeah. So I don't know, you guys listening kind of know my story, but... <laughs> I, yeah, I essentially started volunteering with the idea of maybe going into a career in the industry. And just as we worked along, it solidified the idea. I was actually enrolled with Lakeland in that process. And then when Jamie came out to do the, the 500th Fire Hall tour, I heard about this integrated program that was starting. So don't, I don't blame all this on me. That's too soon for that. Well, I got into some more contacts and yeah, it's, it sounded very interesting. I've also heard all the stories from Slave Lake and then asked some more questions about what kind of calls they do. And it's just seemed to tick every boxes. I also love Alberta. So I figured I had to come. I couldn't miss out. Nice. That was for Danielle Smith. They eh? are premier. She's happy to hear you like Alberta. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a good place. There's, there's no question. I don't, uh, I have lots of favorite parts of the country yeah. that I like to go to, but uh, it's a good place to call home, no question. Oh, so. definitely. 
That's good. So again, all different experiences. Um, next week you'll be joined next week. I think next week you'll be joined by three other people that are just doing the fire part. Mm -hmm. So I know actually all of those kids, they'll, oh, yeah. they'll fit in good. There's, I call them kids. I don't know how old they are now, but everyone's a kid when you're as old as me, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're diehard fire in their blood. And so a couple of them I met when I was out in Nova Scotia, um, and then another one kind of grew up in the Slave Lake Fire Hall. Jake, he's he's larger in life. You'll see him, and his dad was a firefighter here, and now his dad's a Edmonton firefighter. Oh, okay. And so coming back here to do things um, is probably, I'm going to guess, a dream come true for Jake. So <laughs> he'll be super excited to That's be good. in the mix and be part of it. So um, that'll be cool. So different experiences in your background. You only been here now for a few days. Is it a couple a week, two weeks now? Uh, I came week. up well. I came up just a couple of days before the program started. Um, went up with brother, drove me up here, and then kind of moved in, kind of the weekend before everything started. Before like we got our like orientation to like the PCP program. So before we were on site like on the campus at northern lakes college i was up here just a couple weeks or not even couple, like a couple days before but just checking it out yeah more or less yeah erica you've been here before you must have been here before. i don't know if i've ever been to slave lake what? before from high level you never came to the bright lights apparently not wow. they spit when they say slave lake <laughs> what is that probably yeah. <laughs> probably went to peace river instead go to the go to the big show it's a little closer <laughs> yeah no so what uh yeah what's your first few days been like then Oh, that has, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Kind of busy, but it's been yeah. a nice change. Yeah, you like it so far? Like a busy pace. So. Yeah, good. All right. Well, yeah. they, welcome to a busy pace. No question about that. <laughs> Ayrton, I know you came up uh, a few days before you had to start as well, but you'd been here before. No, nope, well, I haven't been here before. No, first no. First time. No. Wow. I, I begged Ray when I was doing service. I said, hey, when you guys are doing service in Slave Lake, <laughs> let me come never happened but that's okay yeah. yeah no i came up a little bit earlier did a tour with uh ryan and some of the other guys and just to kind of get a little acclimated and you can't yeah. bump josh to get service in slave lake Jer no josh owns that i wanted to be in addition yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's three dorms here right come on yeah. he's uh, they would riot if josh didn't come yeah <laughs> So yeah, that's it's, good. It's so now, good. and now you've rented a place. You're actually out on the lake. So that was. Uh... Yeah. So I, I was in the dorm with Dominic for a couple of weeks. Yeah. The dorms are nice, like very affordable. Um, obviously you're living with other people, but it's really not that bad. Like, yeah. Uh, and then I got a little detached cabin style rental right along the lake. So pretty fortunate there. Yeah. You say that now. I'll check back in with you in January. Ah, that's see how that's going. There's <laughs> a wood-burning stove. Come on. Get yeah. to smell like smoke. When at you're staring out here. at 20 kilometers of flat lake and you can see the wind coming at you, well, uh, it only lasts for a few months. You'd be that's all right. Okay. So, I am from Saskatchewan. Come. There's not a tree in sight out that's there. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. So you're after the golden ticket, right? In the fire service, that's what we call this job. It's the golden ticket, uh, you know, for the people like you that are students going out there, just starting their career. This is what they're after. Mm -hmm. They're going around and trying to grab the ring or trying to get the golden ticket. And I think that uh, over the year, and this is what's exciting for me, is we'll do this podcast now. And then when it's over, we'll get together again and uh, talk about all the things you learned and, and where you're at now. For me, it's... Uh, you're striving after something, right? And for Erica, it's especially new for you because you didn't even know you wanted this until yeah. all of a sudden you wanted it. 
So that's exciting, right? And each one of you has a different story, but it's also kind of the firefighting way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're always getting people that are like, you try it and then you get a little interested and a little more. And then all of a sudden, like by Christmas, you'll be like, I'm all in, I'm, I'm doing this, right? You go to your first uh, fire, you'll go to your first car accident and you'll be like, this is it for me. Um, so what I want to know is this is, Dominic, you talked about being away and having to do everything for yourself, right? Ayrton, you were living away from home, but now you're up here and yeah. and uh, brought your girlfriend up as well. Did, so yeah. there's some things to learn there. Erica, you're in your own place. And, and so what are your families? We'll start with Ayrton. What do your families think about chasing your dream up to Northern Alberta? So my families are, or my family is, very supportive actually i don't really have a lot of family that does any of the fire stuff so i don't know i like as you know it's a respected line of work so they're all super excited for me to be up here and i've been talking about firefighting for years already at this point now so they're excited to see me out here they know i like alberta they know i kind of don't sit still so i'm always on the go somewhere so they're kind of a little excited that they know where i will be for a year so yeah, I don't know. I've I've heard nothing but good things. Good. Even Until even outside going of on family. The calls. Wow, yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know about that stuff. Yeah. yeah, even even outside the family, like I'm have kind of made somewhat of a name in Saskatchewan, so some people know who I am now. So I've I've had some captains from fire departments reaching out and saying they're excited to see me like going you know, head first into the industry and oh, they're fishing already. Yeah, this is how it is. Just get the hook. Oh, they're fishing. See who bites. <laughs> He'll be a firefighter in a year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how a, this game works. A couple of them would be a pretty hard a, sell. So back was... off, Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Alberta. It would take a lot to get me back in Sask. So nice, er- Erica. How about your family? Because you're like, hey, I'm going to paramedic school, and now all of a sudden you're going to be living in a fire hall and taking firefighting courses as well. I mean, I think they're proud of me. I don't know. Oh, they're proud of you. Oh, for sure. But I mean, it is a bit of a change for everybody, I guess. But I have been a volunteer firefighter. So the whole not living at home, the weird hours is not new. But I don't know. I feel like it's just a different step for everybody. I'm the first one to move out of the house. So it's kind of. Oh, okay. You're the <laughs> oldest kid. It's a eh? little weird. Yeah. Your mom's still. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how it goes. Well, we'll uh, we'll see about the weird hours thing. I'll call you in January after a couple nights straight of car accidents and being out on the highway and see if you still like yeah, that or not. Yeah. yeah, we're not quite we're not quite through the recruitment. Training, I know. So yeah, as soon cool. as we're able to respond to some calls, that yeah. might change. That, it's don't be too quick to get to that. Trust me when I tell you, it's nice to go through all the recruitment training and kind of feel good with your skills and how it's going to go before you get out there. Yeah, um, nothing can take away that first big house fire uh, you know that first big crazy car accident and you show up and there's 15 cars laying all over the place and you're like, <laughs> where do you start <laughs> so nothing can take away the feeling of that um, but at the other on the other hand it's good to have a good base of skills which is why they're drilling you and getting you doing stuff dominic how about you as your family think all this oh they are like they're super supportive super proud of like me, I'm just like I'm in the same boat as Erica, first one to move out. So uh, <laughs> they're bound and I'm not fist, even yeah. <laughs> I'm not even the oldest on the middle child. So, uh, but no, like they're super supportive. They, I think a lot. Like I've got just brother and sister, and then living at home with mom. Like they were, I think they all saw how much I liked going doing ERCP this last year. 
I think they all saw like that I really liked it, that it was something that was really interesting to me and it was something that I was like really I had made a big commitment to doing it, to trying to not like miss class for when I can. Um, oh, yeah. If you miss, they'll call Ashley. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. You. Yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> doubt it. But no, like they, they're super supportive. It's been really nice just to like to know like I've been talking to still like mom and still like calling brother, talking to him since I've been up here. And they're still like they're still asking questions like how like how are you doing up there? Like, do you need anything? Like, is there anything um, oh, that yeah. you, like we need to send up and thank you. They're here starving and they're <laughs> naked because you don't yeah, know how to yeah, wash yeah. clothes. It's not even winter <laughs> yet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, I mean, uh, I mean, even shout out to Ayrton. I had to call him last night because I went and I realized uh, I was looking through my list of textbooks that I need to get Jen Moore, our instructor for the PCP side of this, our main one. She had suggested like what to do for this week coming up is our first on-site week. We're going to be doing a lot of practical skills for the PCP. And then I went to look. It's like she was like, "Okay, like yeah, read like from this textbook. This is like kind of the best thing I can recommend that you do to prepare for next week." I go to look back at my dorm. I go through. I take out my drawer where I got all my textbooks. I'm like, I got that one. I got that one. I got that. Where is that one? <laughs> then I had to go back look. And then call back home and be like, did we even order this textbook? It's like, we did not. Oh, no. So we had to quickly Amazon ship that to the city. And then thankfully, I'm heading there this weekend. Uh, grandfather's 80th birthday. So not not missing that for the world. No kidding. Awesome. Happy uh, birthday. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you, Papa. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> but no, it's been, they've been super supportive. And I mean, uh, like no one immediate family like mom dad like we're not in not close to like emergency services at all but I have like some a little bit extended family that have been in fire before that have been like worked on ambulances before uh my uncle on my mom's side John Sanders he's been with Hinton fire for goodness decades and decades but he's someone that I've seen I watch grow up who took me to like the hall in Hinton and I've seen like trucks there when I was younger. So they're super supportive and super proud that I'm able to come up here and do this. Nice. Mm. Acres Emergency Vehicles, a message from our community. A person who is risking his or her life to save the lives and properties of others deserves something as reliable as an Acres Emergency Vehicle. This is our mission, to thank these people with the best gift we can, our best effort. Our commitment includes a firefighter-driven design, manufacturing integrity, personal and professional service. We are here to serve. We guarantee personal and professional service every step of the way. Acres Emergency Vehicles, built for a life of service. Please visit our website at www.acresev.ca. I think it's important because you got to have some family support, right? There'll be the the good oh, times yeah. of all of this and exciting, and then there'll be the bad times, right? The bad calls or the 
you know, the bad times. You don't do so good on a test or, you know, you're, you get in trouble for doing something yeah. stupid on the truck, which can happen, right? Like, it's not the end of the world. There's already been a lot of leaning yeah, to support outside, nice. outside of... So you, you've got uh, the same. So let's talk a little bit about the program. So you're going to take your full 1001. It sounds like you're going to have some access to the 1002 program pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the full paramedic, so the PCP yep. program as well. And then in between, you're going to have rotating opportunities to, to sleep at the fire hall and go on the trucks that go out of there. Yeah, we'll be a, we'll be a responding member in the fire hall as well. So Nice. So you get to make a little cash doing that, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and then being part of the uh, the system really just helps, right? So at the oh, end, yeah. it, you could always tell it's like getting a shiny penny, right? It's brand new. Look at that thing. Holy, mm-hmm. never saw that before. And, but it doesn't really have any experience. It doesn't have any grime on it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any fingerprints. Um, but what you're going to do is actually take that mm-hmm. shiny penny and rub it up a bit, right? It'll get some fingerprints. It'll get some dirt Definitely. on it. And so I could tell you, being a fire chief, that that's what we're looking for, right? That brand new shiny penny is great, but mm-hmm. we'd rather it that get some experience before we hire those people. And so super exciting that these kind of programs exist, right? There's a good program in Merit that uh, we've interviewed some of their people before, right? There's one in the Ski Hill, Big White, Mm. outside of Kelowna has a program. So there is some good ones, Creston, BC. So we're excited to watch Slave Lakes, right? You get to go to the Disaster Village, the training center that's attached Mm -hmm. to the Slave Lake. And when you look out there and you see all of those buildings and you see all that oil field stuff and you see all those cars laying around, what what does that make you think of? Let's start with Ayrton on that one. So I see it very practically. I mean, when I came that Friday to do a tour, I was kind of just looking and it looks like a bunch of junk, right? And then and you're like, oh, the fire hall's right here. Oh, okay. And then once I actually got to take a tour, you're looking and you're like, okay, no, there's been a lot of thought behind this village and it's really practical. From the volunteer side, we have a lot of limited resources. So seeing that was, I felt very fortunate right away. Even, even to like, the the extent of having like power lines up that are falling on the ground like real life training scenarios it's the first thing i thought was like i can't wait like this is awesome nice erica you're driving around disaster village yeah i mean i gotta agree it was very (laughs) new but it's very exciting because there's a lot you get to learn from that you can just see that by looking at it there's a lot of opportunities there Right on. It's yeah. well set up. I'm excited like a year from now to have that same question and talk about, you know, what's your favorite parts of Disaster Village <laughs> and how did the training go and where did it break down, right? Because you'll have some sessions there where it doesn't go perfect. Probably, that's yeah, that's yeah. how it wouldn't call it Disaster Village if you didn't have a few <laughs> sessions that break down. So Dominic, what do you think when you showed up and looked around at all those burn buildings and all of those props? Oh, I mean, it's it looks pretty wild just to like even like passing by it, like if you're just driving by on a car, it looks pretty wild, but like it's definitely, it's not quite, it doesn't look like Poundmaker where it's like this six, seven story building that's like all fully concrete, but it's like, it's almost like it's more in different ways because you have like, um, you got the five stack, you then have like, we've gone, we've toured Hell's Kitchen that we got out there and yeah. we've seen all the different ones. You got like the cold smoke building where you can go and you can basically build a maze in 
like half the building and you can go and like crawl through a tunnel and like crawl through a whole bunch of wires and like it, it's definitely interesting and it's like it's very intriguing because then it's like you kind of you get in the back of your mind like you're wondering like okay when are we going to get to do stuff here like when are we going to get to go do live fire in hell's kitchen when are we going to get to go like climb up the five stack like so it's it's interesting and it's definitely it's something that it draws your attention every time you see it Oh yeah, it sure feels big running around it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's, yeah. one, it's one kilometer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sean. That, that guy's uh, wild. Forestry. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, fitness has already been. Uh, yeah. Are, are you all like workout people, Ayrton? You partly. Partly. Yeah. I've been, been. I have not been consistent, but <laughs> <laughs> you are now. Hey? Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> Dominic, you I, got, you were at. Uh, I try to be, and I mean, especially ERCP Health, because then it was it was the accountability factor. Because yeah. well, for one, not only like you're taking attendance in class, but then you have like usually Ashley's going around at the gym. He's like, "Have you seen this person here?" He's like, "Can't say I have." Or he's like, "If you've seen them, like, up oh, there, yeah, they're over by the bench press, or they're on like the squat rack, or they're doing something." So it keeps you accountable. Plus, like, it was something that I enjoyed because then kind of going back a little bit, like when we were in level one uh, for ERCP, there was a few, like they showed us a bunch of like dedicated workouts where we would do it more like as a class, we're all doing like, we're doing this today yeah. or like, we're going to go and like, this is like, yeah, we're going to do like these stations. This is the circuit we're doing today. And then it was nice because then it gave, especially in level two, when it's like, we were kind of given free access to the YMCA where you can kind of do whatever you want. And it gave you inspiration where it's like, I want to go and like, I want to go do this circuit or I want to mm -hmm. go and I want to like, I want to use like this because like we have the climbing machine, the Jacob's ladder that we did there. Ooh. And uh, I kind of, <laughs> thankfully, I kind of started a little bit of a challenge in the class because then we would start doing lengths and we'd see like how much can like, What's the class record today for like how much like nice. can be who did the longest session who got that's so the weird most that there would climbed. be a challenge well in, it was in, not uh, like <laughs> in a fire service <laughs> yeah, world I mean, out, eh? yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean it was definitely like I try to be I try to work out when I can it's nice um I tried to use the like I tried to kind of just look at the fitness center that we have really just attached to the dorms at the college. It's a lot smaller. It's right. nothing compared to what we have, the gym at the fire hall. But I try to be, and I mean, part of that is also uh, after coming up here, I don't have a vehicle right now. So to get to the fire hall just by walking is a little bit long. So then I went over, went to Canadian Tire, got myself a bike. Thankfully, I got it for like, saved like $200 on it because nice. it was supposed to be like closer to So four. now you're biking everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So... That's For, another good thing is that I've you kinda, can double Ayrton home from the yeah. bar. Right? <laughs> Problem solving like fireman, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So then I'm basically going, and I did the math and I looked it up. It's like I'm basically going, I'm getting an extra 5K just on the bike every day, just going nice. to and then coming back from the hall every now day. Now Erica's looking at bikes on her phone. Mm. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ride the treadmill. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a nice change of pace. Like, so for some context, we work out every morning. There's a kind of a mix of like sort of weightlifting as well as circuits. So it's been a nice change for me, changing from like bodybuilding to like actually practical exercises. So yeah, things that'll help you on the job. Yeah, and the structure is nice. Like we're starting right at seven thirty, but you know, be there for seven fifteen. I, I can tell no from later. here that Eric is 
pumped up about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's seven thirty is a little early it'll, for me. It'll but. come with time for sure. <laughs> so so you're in this new program. It's never been done in Slave Lake before. There's a lot of eyes on it, right? Um, the college is investing in it, uh, Lakeland and Northern Lakes College. So let's talk a little bit about pressure because this is kind of one of my favorite things about firefighting is that there's pressure on us in different ways at different times in our career. And so are you feeling the pressure of being in a new program where you're having to figure out the schedule, you're having to figure out a new instructor, you're having to, uh, you know, those the firefighters, they obviously are looking at you like, are you competition or are you friend or foe sort of thing? Mm-hmm. What, uh, how's the pressure been so far? So Erica, let's start with you. Cause I think coming in from the paramedic program to now say, I'm going to take this program. It's almost even a different kind of pressure for you. I mean, like I didn't really think about the public pressure or anything, but I mean, I'm very competitive and it's a kind of the pressure of you're expected to learn this much and you're expected to excel is a little bit. I don't know. It, it's been pretty good, though. Yeah. I mean, just for the record, I expect you to be the best of the best, period. Oh, so that's uh, in Slave Lake when I was here, pressure. I tell them you're the Navy SEALs of the fire service for us, right? So that means you got to be good at everything. Yeah. Um, and some people can be better at other things, right? That's, yeah, we're that's seeing how that it works. But too, yeah. um, not everyone has to be the best at everything. That's not how those elite teams are built. No. They're you built with. Get reminded pretty fast what you need to improve on. Nice. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's how it is. Don't Don't take that. You know, uh, in a bad way in the fire service, that's how it is, right? Um, one of the questions I ask, I do one-on-ones with our staff every six months, and one of the questions I ask is, how can I improve? So it's not always about them and what I think they're doing right and wrong. It's also about me as a boss, what I'm doing right and wrong. So feedback helps build the fire service, and and uh, they got to give you that feedback. And when you think about it, right, some of you first time away from living away from home, so they're, they're doing all kinds of things with you, right? There's the pressure of letting you try and fail, living by yourself, but also being there to help you if you need a hand with that. Letting you try and fail in the gym or on the trucks or those kinds mm-hmm. of things, right? And when we're competitive, and let's face it, every firefighter's competitive, oh, right? Yeah. You, you want to be the best. <laughs> you look around in this room and think who's the best, right? Yeah, we're um, After me. Uh, we're all trying to be second give give me a few years come on it's uh and and you'll just find that some things you're better at than other people and other things you're you're not so you try to improve those pieces and and that dynamic that pressure on you all the time is what kind of helps you get through all of this stuff right and so and you'll find when you're really down and it's you're really pressured up everyone will notice oh and everyone will help lift you up and, and get you through it. And so it's one of those ones where, you know, if you were on a track team and you're in a race and you're starting to feel the pressure, your competitors are going to notice that and take advantage yeah, and move forward. Yeah. On the fire service, if you start to become the weak link, they don't want that. No. So they're going to come around you, strengthen that link and move it forward. Yeah. And so um, as much pressure as there is, and believe me, there's a lot of eyes on this and I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, make you upset about it, but there's a lot of eyes on this, right? We have high hopes for the program. Um, there's high hopes for the Lesser Slave Regional Fire Service, and there always has been, right? So everybody knows that the pressure, the pressure's on your instructors, the pressure's on the fire service, the pressure's on the paramedics that'll mm-hmm. teach you and help you. So it's not just you, they all need this to work out. So embrace that pressure, use that pressure, use those skills that you've developed and, and get going. Because at the end of the day, whew, I will tell you the competition out there for jobs is huge, right? We have 
you know, just I'll pick on Chestermere because I know the stats, right? We had 187 people apply for our last set of jobs, two jobs, 187 people. And you have to understand that our criteria is very, very high, mm -hmm. right? You have to have your 1001, you have to have your 1002, you have to have PCP, you have to have previous experience. You, you have, like, there's a lot of things that you're competing against. And uh, it, it was, there was a lot of great people out there. So you got to make sure you're one of those great people. And, and I'm sure they'll make sure of that here, right? So, oh, yeah. And you're, you're making a friend here today. So yeah. if you need something, reach out, right? Everybody that listens, everybody that interacts on this stuff, they're, they're all out there. I've never met a firefighter that will leave someone behind just so they can be better than them. Mm -hmm. right they enjoy being better than them they they strive to be better mm -hmm. than you but they won't leave you back there right they're gonna try because they know that you pushing them also helps them increase yeah all right so firefighting across the country that's uh you're doing these jobs right you're erica you're from a small town in the north you're from uh the capital city of Alberta, Dominic. Ayrton's from... Uh, capital know, like the capital village of Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like the third biggest town in, in Saskatchewan or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 300th biggest. Yeah. But uh, when you look around and it's human nature to look forward. Mm -hmm. you, you, you have to look forward, right? It's part of the program. So when you're all done this, right? And remember from people all over North America, 15 different countries in the world are listening to this. Where do you see yourself? What part of the country do you see yourself? What kind of fire department do you see yourself with? Ayrton, you go first. I can start. Okay. I think you're ready. Even starting this program, I've been thinking a little bit. There is there is a really unique opportunity with Slave Lake. You guys respond to a lot of very unique calls and a lot of them. So I, I suspect myself wanting to stick around for even if it's a few months after the program. Even if all it is is volunteering, then that's fine just being an active member. But I I love Alberta. Everybody loves BC. I, I don't know. I think you can get that good mix in Alberta of kind of the prairies and the, the luxuries of the mountains in BC. Yeah, I don't know. Alberta's kind of my my hopes. I, I haven't been out east, though, so I'm kind of the ignorance is bliss, maybe. So we'll see. I'm open to ideas, but I, I don't want to stick yeah, in my a, home there's province. There's less career spots probably out in the east, but... Mm -hmm beautiful beautiful part of the country so and the firefighting out there is you i mean if you watched the east this year right they had hurricanes and floods and fires yeah and I, I don't know if i'm <laughs> i don't know if i'm even dead set on canada either though but one step at a time we'll see get some years under my belt we'll see right erica to be honest i have no idea what i, I want to do afterwards no I mean, back to high level. No, that's what I know. I don't want to do. <laughs> um, I grew up there, so I kind of want to do something different. But I mean, I would love to work with the WUI team or the WUI program up here. Maybe that'd be cool. That would. I mean, mm -hmm. that would be a lot of fun. But honestly, I have no idea where I'm going to go afterwards or where I'm considering going yet. Nice. Get through the program. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. My there's only so goal. many, there's so many fire departments. <laughs> there's so many options, right? That's cool. Dominic, how about you? Oh, I mean, I like, I mean, I would love to like kind of stay around here for a little bit, but then like kind of by that same token, I'm someone like, I would want to go like travel definitely a little bit. Like I know, like, I mean, especially like, I mean, this course in particular, now that we're starting this up and it's, Hopefully it's going to stay for a while, become like a mainstay. And like, whereas like I kind of heard a lot of different stuff in the city where 
Like there's a bunch of different places you can go get your PCP and there's a lot of places you can go get fire training. There's not a whole lot of places you can go get both of them at the same time. And in doing so, it gives you so much opportunity that you're so like, if you come out of this course and you've got your PCP, you've got your 1001, possibly your 1002, a whole bunch of other things. Like you become then so hireable in so many places that it kind of, it gives you options that like you can go and if you want to, I would love to stay here, but I also, I wouldn't mind going to BC. I wouldn't mind going down east, like somewhere like Ontario, Quebec, somewhere in there. Like, um, it's like the Middle East. Like yeah. kind of. <laughs> it's, I think that's the unique part of this scenario too is like, so Dominic hasn't even volunteered, but with the amount of calls that Slave League gets, you know, in a year, he'll actually be able to respond to more calls than some of these volunteers who are five oh, years of service, 100%. right? 100%. He'll actually so, have experience. For yeah. Me. It's, I don't know. Sells itself. It and, just makes and sense. And good experience, right? You're, you have water rescue, rope rescue. You've got, uh, you know, the industrial rescue portions, <laughs> firefighting, all rescue, the vehicle. medical. Like it just, <laughs> it goes vehicle. on and on. And when you're here, you don't really recognize it. It's just busy and you go and do your job and come back. And when you're out of it, trust me, you can look back and go, wow, that yeah. was, whew, that was so many things that we got to do and be part of, right? Okay, so moving on, um, I like to do a lightning round piece, which is like, what are your favorite parts of the fire service? Or if I gave you a wish, what you know, what would you do for the fire service to make it better? I'm going to change it today because I'm Ooh. allowed because it's my podcast. And, and we're going to start with Erica. <laughs> oh, no. And I, and I want you to tell me what you want to add to the fire service. What I want to add. Yeah. I mean, personally, I love the medical aspect and I would just love... I mean, out of my experience, I would love for that to be involved more, to be able to do more on medical calls is really, to be able to do both fire and medicine just really excites me. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. There's lots of big things coming up with the medical first response, the MFR yeah. program yeah. in Alberta. There's pilot projects going on and, uh, you know, they're opening up the scope to different things. And so there's lots of cool stuff coming up with that. So that's good. That's a good thing to want to add. That's yeah. yeah. Ayrton, how about you? What do you want to add to the fire service? What do I want to add? Well, that's a good answer for sure. <laughs> um, I don't know what I want to add. I want to make some impact, of course. I think uh, just due diligence, advance it. There's still a lot of people stuck in their ways, and I know that'll be forever, but like, I don't know, something along the lines just. Just education as much as you can. Get somewhere and help move it along. Yeah, so yeah. A, Just be a, a piece of the puzzle, essentially. Yeah, but the medical one's a good one because yeah, I've I've been able to tour a lot of halls, and I'm sure you have too already at this point. Medical's a big side of this, so if we can make it more of a look forward to those calls rather than everybody kind of moaning and groaning, it would be better. And I think that comes from confidence. People just aren't confident. Yeah, it, it, I'm it's not. No, uh, <laughs> it, I faked no other thing in my career more than the medical piece. And, yeah. and I took my EMT course and I taught first aid for 24 years. And I will still admit that I faked no piece more than yeah. than the medical side. And that, that comes from the nerves and the, you know, there's so many things that can go wrong and the human body is so complex. And, yeah. and so um, this is awesome. Like to be a firefighter and a paramedic and have that background and that confidence and have a bunch of calls under your belt, you know, even just for the PCP students, they're going to go, they're going to take their course and they'll be confident in their skills, but they won't have applied them anywhere yet. 
you'll actually get to go out and and crush it on calls right and apply your skills yeah. so your pcp even will have a very different look to it for than sure just the classroom piece yeah some of the guys at the hall you can tell they're seasoned medics at this point right and yeah yeah i worked very with one in chestermere a couple actually probably that uh they're just like when they're there the confidence level is sky high right so yeah you can see years that years of being a medic yeah. and in in hard hard places and it grinds through them and chews them up but at the mm -hmm. same time it makes them so good and and so experienced dominic how about you what do you want to give to the fire service Ooh. so you can make it better what would i want to add i would probably say like do i would want to add more channels for like ways to suggest improvement because like from what we've kind of gone over at the hall already, we've gone over like um, we've gone over chain of command, which I think it's still very important. But then I think there's times where like if you have something that you want to get done or something that you see like, oh, this could be like we could change this up and this might improve this where you then like you go to your training officer and then he goes to the here and then they go they report to. And I feel like I feel like there should be almost more ways to where you can just go and you can suggest like hey, I think, like, we could change this, and I think it could be, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a really, like, a long process where it could just be, like, something that even where it's, like, you see, like, we could change this and we could implement this really quickly. I would want to add more ways where you would be able to do that. Nice. I think that would be something, like, really important to add because, like you said, we're, like, you're always looking to the future. You're always looking at how is this going to look in five years? How How are we going to feel after we are done this program in a year and we're back on this podcast like how are we going to want to see like uh how you're are we going to want to see crying while i yell at you and stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no more no, tears I, to cry yeah. <laughs> i think that i think that would be what i would add nice good that's that's a good one too right it's uh, those process pieces i think you talked about it too right there's you know sometimes people get set in their ways and it's hard to change processes so um, new people bring new energy and that part's always good for me yeah i'm excited to be a part of that for sure so my next question i want uh and we're gonna re-listen to this before we do our next podcast a year from now so i want you to pretend that you're you're talking to yourself, right? And you're going to give yourself some words of wisdom to follow over the next year. You're giving yourself a little pep talk here, right? What kind of stuff do you say in your head before you get to class every morning and before you start a program like this to say, hey, I got to pump myself up and, and do good here? Ayrton, let's start with you. You can start with me, sure. <laughs> I imagine it's going to fly by. Even They've talked about it in the PCP, and I'm sure it's... Like you're always looking to the next day almost at this point because it's craziness. So I, I don't know, I, I probably some good wise advice would be to just enjoy it. And it's tough, but yeah, I don't know. Enjoy it. Hold yourself accountable. I know the medical side is like extremely overwhelming for me. Maybe I'm just alone in that but yeah again like we've touched it's everybody's smiling i think you that's the same for everyone we got that one <laughs> yeah but it's important so yeah i don't know just enjoy it be patient i don't know try to manage my stress a little bit uh wisely because yeah i have a lot of people trying to support me and i i would say i'm pretty stubborn sometimes and maybe pushing back a little bit but I don't know. It's just learn from it. Enjoy it as much as you can. Nice. Sorry, Erica. We're saving the best for last. So you've oh, got great. to get your answer ready. <laughs> Dominic, you're going next. What uh, What would you tell yourself if you had a chance to pump yourself up right now to get through the next year? 
Oh, I would say kind of like Ayrton said, find time to enjoy it. It's going to go by quick. But, uh, like, really the biggest thing is, like, uh, don't give up. Don't give up. That's the biggest thing. You got to go there, like – it we're doing something completely new like it's it's literally in the description there's going to be challenges there's going to be like there's going to be issues that come up there's going to be like you're going to go and you're going to look back and be like you remember that horrible call you went to where you you showed up and you got like stopped right in your tracks like you didn't know at all what to do like you can get by that mm-hmm. you can live with it like you can go, you can get through this, but find time to enjoy it and find time to do what you love while you're up here. Like I'm even from the big city, like I'm go, I like to go and I'd love to like be able to go and fish more than I can here. But you have time commitments, you have commitments that you need to do for school, for the hall. But uh, yeah, find time to enjoy it and don't give up. And uh, for one, remember. Remember what it says on your necklace here on the back. Read it as much as you can. What does it say? Uh, it's a little Bible verse. I don't know if anyone else here is religious. I know, Eric, I've seen you. There'll be people that are. Yeah. So yeah. Read, read it for read the it. people. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Yeah. So, say it as much as you can. Remember it. That's a good one. Right on. All right, Erica. So I saved you to the last. What What oh, are you no. trying to tell yourself to get through the next year of this I program? I mean, I guess one thing I've noticed pretty quick is there is a lot to learn. but And not to get overwhelmed, which is what I tend to do. But, yeah, I, I like to stay in my ways. I'm, I'm competitive. I'm stubborn. But... I guess reminder that I will learn. I won't be the best at everything, and I have a lot to work on myself with. So I guess make the best of this year. Learn as much as I can this year, and I never stop learning. But I don't know. I just want to get as much as I can out of this year. That's kind of good stuff. I love it. Keep going every day. Yeah. So, so this is my pledge to you. Nobody here gets to quit without phoning me first. Sounds good. <laughs> right? So when the going gets tough, you call me, right? You're part of a network now, a, a group, a family. The Growing Up Fire family is massive. Tens yeah. of thousands of firefighters across the country. So if you're struggling with something, I know somebody that can help get you through it. I know somebody that knows a way to help you learn it. I know somebody uh, that will give the time to help you get through it. You're supported by one of the best teams that I know out there here at the Lester Slave Regional Fire Service. But uh, this is not something that you do by yourself. This is not something that yeah. you have to get through. This is something that you get to get through. Yeah, yeah. And so um, remember that, take the time to do that. And you think, oh, this is just some guy talking to a bunch of young people that uh, I, I'm not. I My phone, while we've been on here, is, is blown up from a few people that don't even know we're doing this, <laughs> you know, asking for advice or asking to do stuff or asking me to help somebody that they know um, to get through. And so this is no lie, right? This is my pledge to the fire services that I want firefighters safe. And so that includes the mental side, the physical side, the learning, the job to get through it, right? And so I want you all to look at me for a second and know that nobody quits without phoning me. 
We'll right? phone you, Uncle Gene. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right? Um, and, and if you have to quit after we talk, that's okay, right? Um, but uh, a really smart guy, Don Nadiak, told me one time that uh, any loser can quit on a bad day. It's true. He probably said it more eloquently than that, but that's how I remembered it. And Makes and it sense. is true, right? It's uh, it's really easy to get overwhelmed, frustrated. Yeah. Um, I'll never make it. I'm not good enough. All of those things will go through your head as a firefighter and a PCP student. That's not the truth, though, right? The truth is you can make it. You will make it. We'll find a way. And so when you get to those days where you can't get through, you reach out to your network. Um, if that doesn't work, then you call me and we reach out to my network. And that's it's a lot bigger and and we'll get you through it okay so sounds good it's an important program right i want to see you all succeed um it, you know the job's not for everyone so if you get to that point that's okay but we get to talk it through first mm -hmm. does that sound fair it's sounds packed fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right nice Great to have you on the show. I'm excited that you were willing to come today and get through it. I told you this would go fast. You didn't believe me, but it, it did. Really appreciate it. I'm excited to watch your progress. Um, I'll be up here. I'll see you. Our hope is that you'll get to come down to Chestermere and experience the life of the, the city firefighters mm -hmm. that I work with through the program and, and see how it differs from a, a rural uh, regional service to a small city service. And uh, we're just we're here to help. We're all here to help. So thanks for being on the show and look forward to watching you through the year. And I really look forward one year from now um, to be on season four talking about how the year was and, and uh, if all your advice to yourself worked or not. <laughs> all right. Thanks, See, everyone. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for having thanks, us. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks for listening to Growing Up Fire today. Follow me on Instagram at Chief Coots to comment or send questions. We appreciate your support.